Here we go. So, um, welcome to a new episode of this podcast. And today I'm not alone. I have my beautiful, strong goddess friend with me. <laughs> and um, it's so aligned with the soul and the energy of this podcast because we literally decided like, what, 20 minutes ago? <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's just jump on this podcast. I'm so happy to have you with me. I'm going to let you introduce yourself and then we're just going to flow from here, sharing about, um, yeah, how we met and the connection. That's why you're here on this podcast today, which is connected so deeply and I feel like we are speaking the same language. So, <laughs> um, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I am so delighted and so honored to be here. I absolutely love the work that you do. I love your energy and I can absolutely feel that kind of soul connection. Um, sweet, sweet sharing of the same language. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to dive in. I'm like a little kid. I'm like super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. When, when we had that idea to do it, it was like, yeah, let's go for it. Why not right now? <laughs> yeah. So you can introduce yourself. Who are you? Who is strong <laughs> goddess? <laughs> Who is this goddess? Ah, well, um, okay. Strong goddess is my journey to meeting myself, really. And um, I have, you know, had a long journey of you know, finding my way from a place of, you know, being really depressed, uh, really overweight, not seeing my own self-worth, not having any love for myself or caring for myself um, in, any, in any aligned way. Um, and I found myself in this really, really um, kind of dark um, place of struggle. And slowly, um, you know, as I began to get into yoga, get into meditation, began to look at nutrition, my journey evolved and started, you know, kind of taking better care of myself, setting some little goals for myself, beginning to lose weight and feel so much better. So I, um, began this journey of transformation and it kind of kind of began whenever I moved I made a move from Canada to this tiny little island in the Caribbean called St. Kitts and um, I made that move because it felt like that was where I was supposed to be you know and um, I decided that I was going to create the life that I'd always wanted you know like that I had nothing to lose I'm just going to show up and not waste my time anymore beginning to see my time as something that was really precious and my ability to kind of have this fresh start for myself um, you know, let that transformation really blossom. 
So I began strength training. Um, I began working with other women who lifted weights and that feeling of getting really strong was really empowering because it helped me connect with my own body in a way that I had never been able to before. Um, being able to feel my muscles contract and stretch and, you know, being able to feel myself lift heavier, a little heavier each time. Um, that was really, um, powerful for me. It really built my confidence. I loved that I could get strong and strengthen my connection between my body and my mind and my soul. Um, and, that soul piece started to develop a little more as well. That's kind of where I feel like I have pulled in the, the goddess element in the um, Strong Goddess Project. Um, once I started to be able to actually feel my body and connect to my body, um, I felt like I was able to go a little bit deeper with my mind. Um, you know, I had begun begun to learn how to control my mind a little bit, you know, whenever you are doing something really physical, um, you really need to anchor your mind and focus on the task. And so I'd learned how to kind of um, create the mindset and the identity that I needed to reach really challenging physical goals. Um, and um I just started to have a little bit more of a relationship with my mind and more of a relationship with my soul because the physical work that I did allowed me to access that in a deeper way than I could before. Um, so being able to see myself um, and connect with myself and see and uh, see myself as a goddess and, and love myself deeply and respect myself deeply and honor my, myself. Um, that, that is kind of where I started to pull that piece into the Strong Goddess Project because I wanted to be able to share with women transformation on more of um, a soul level than just a physical level, even though we'll, we'll do that too. <laughs> so how, how does it look like concretely to be connected to your goddess, at least for you in your story? Mm. Sorry, how does that look like? Well, I, it looks like when I see myself as a goddess, when I see my highest self, I'm able to look at the things that my human self does <laughs> and kind of see those things if they're in alignment with my highest self, with my goddess, like, am I, is this action loving my goddess? Is this action good for my highest self? Because um, I could really, once I started to see myself as a goddess, all of those things that I did 
to hurt myself or sabotage myself, um, all of those toxic connections, um, you know, all of the chaos that I allowed to come into my life, like all of a sudden I began to see that as hurting my, my goddess, like hurting my highest self. Every time I do those things, I hurt her and she's not able to shine. She's not able to show up. Um, so it really affected my, my relationship with, with myself and how I treat myself. And yeah, you're talking about, um, toxic, um, things that your human side was doing. And can you, can you just, um, express more on that like what were you doing before and what has changed now and what are you not allowing in your goddess energy into your life right now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um i begin to understand it as setting boundaries for what i'm available for and what i'm not available for um you know and so you know i'm available for love i'm available for honesty i'm available for authenticity you know i'm available for soul connection i'm available for you know inspiring other women um you know i'm available for loving connections and you know looking at well i'm i'm not available for you know toxic relationships i'm not available for gaslighting or manipulative people you know i'm not i'm not available for like energy that feels a little bit slippery or you know um just kind of like not not a good vibe around you know a situation um it it makes me look at how I take care of myself in terms of, you know, what I would put in my body. Um, you know, when I'm aligning a little bit more with my goddess, um, I'm certainly not indulging in those past habits that I, you know, engaged in like smoking and drinking to excess, you know? Um, and the relationships part was a big piece as well because I noticed how, you know, my light was dimmed um, around people who were not really there for my highest good, you know, and how I showed up um, and how small my energy was and how, you know, small and hurt my goddess was whenever she was in that situation. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we, we talked about it in our private conversation, but I also found myself going through that thing where I was in a relationship and every time I got into a relationship, I feel like I need to make myself small in order mm. to make other people feel comfortable. And living at my parents right now, I feel like I feel like it's coming back even with it's not just romantic relationships it's like mm -hmm. i'm afraid to shine too bright or people to be uncomfortable of mm -hmm. me being my full expression and i i think we, we we talked a little bit about it um before but it's very interesting to see how 
how some people they find you know they find in other people comfort to shine brighter mm-hmm. and, and another type of relationship where you dim your light yeah and that also brings me back to what you know we 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 want to do many things together because our energy is like dancing together and it's so yeah. beautiful and we were talking about talking we were talking about talking yeah about um inspiration um via um competition into yeah. between women especially and we both hold women circles and we both know the power and the magic that there is when when women they come together and, and they share what is really their own voice and their light and also their their shadows mm. um so i would love for us to just uh keep moving on this subject and for you to share your thoughts on on that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i love that um i love you know that vibration of women helping other women and you know like like you said we all have so much to share, you know, we, we all have, you know, such unique experiences. We have, you know, unique traumas. We have, you know, different relationship dynamics, like you mentioned. Um, but, um, when we start to share as women, um, we start to realize that actually we're all one that, you know, and it's like one, one experience, it feels sometimes like one collective that we're moving through at, at different places and, and playing different roles and, and, you know, weaving this, uh, beautiful tapestry together. Um, and, and, you know, the more that I, share openly with other women I feel the more permission it gives them to share their truth um and usually you know um nothing really surprises me we're all so much the same you know like I I've I've realized that there's no shame in sharing in the women's circle that you know we've all been through it all you know yeah and the more you you as you said, the more you open, the more you give permission for others to do the same because there is this deep trust that I feel like we we have this remembrance in our bodies that that we are not made made to be we are not meant to be in competition with one another. And when mm-hmm. we come together, there is so much power. And mm-hmm. I think personally, I'm I'm a big feminist and and you know. I think this patriarchy just also created more separation uh, yes. between human beings in general, like, but especially between um, between between women. And when we bring that link together, there is just so much out of it because we can relate to one another and feel so much trust. And this deep trust, it also bring us to feel to trust ourselves more and as you said we feel like we're all one so it's like trusting each other and trusting ourselves and sharing on our own truth and -hmm. you mentioned it like all stories are so valuable like there is no 
I don't believe, you know, there is people that are more interesting and because maybe they have, I don't know, a bigger following or a bigger um, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. I love to hear people's stories and, and they are all so interesting. And that's what comes in the woman's circle. You know, you, you just come as you are with your own stories and, and that's what makes you unique and, and beautiful. And there is this type of connection that link us together. And I, mm -hmm. I find it so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, you know, the number of times that I, you know, have had a problem and went to one of my sisters for counsel and, you know, shared and, you know, for her to be able to come back with a story to tell me about a similar situation, you know, um, it's, you know, every, every single time your, your sister's able to give some kind of, of counsel, some kind of advice, point out something that you might not have seen, you know, or like, you know, like I say with my sister, I, do I have to red pill you? Like, do, do you, do you want me to help you see a little bit, like illuminate the situation? Um, because we, you know, we, we have lived such uh, experiences, you know, and to be able to share that and offer a bit of direction to somebody who's looking for it, um, be able to show them the path, show them, them the way, um, that's been incredibly valuable. And that's so interesting what you're saying, because also to me, it feels like in this kind of space, like the woman circles and, and, and the type of connection that we can bring to those events is also sometimes you don't even look for direction sometimes you don't even look for advice but you, you just want to be heard and seen and yeah. I feel like this you know masculine energy that is so present and overly present in our society is about fixing and finding solutions and when you come to people most of the time and completely out of love but they bring you solutions they're like oh yeah like you're coming with a problem like let me give you and sometimes it's just like fuck off I don't want any solutions I, I have my own solutions I just want to be heard and seen yeah. and, and and holding the space for that is this is this is to me so beautiful and of course and then there is this deep respect of like please <laughs> show me your um I this and then it brings even more table uh, but sometimes some women they just want to be heard and seen and that's it mm -hmm. and I find it so 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 powerful of like here is here is here is me and I don't need to be fixed mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. this is just what I'm bringing to the table yes yes and how rare is it you know I mean I'm I'm blessed to have you know a few connections that are so deep that I feel like I can just bring all parts of me to the table, like all of it, you know, <laughs> like, and, and be able to feel like I can share that and I don't have to curate a version of my life for someone, you know, or try to be something that I'm not, or, you know, um, yeah, I find, you know, a lot of times 
we end up engaging in conversations where we're not really heard or seen, you know, or we, we end up taking on the role of something else, you know, um, and playing that role and maybe not being able to just share as a woman, you know? Yeah. I also feel like sometimes like I've, I've been really craving for that kind of in my whole life before I was actually in that field. Girl, I was like, I wish I can have a space like this. I wish I can, I can have a space where we can talk about those things. And I, um, in a previous conversation we had also in private, we, we weren't talking about, you know, like, menstruation and mm. and sexuality and um giving birth and stuff like this and and the power of like um you know the the ancient woman coming together and having this knowledge shared um I think it was with you I I'm I'm having a doubt now that we actually <laughs> talked about this <laughs> it was it was with me <laughs> yeah um sharing that knowledge and 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 you know between like uh daughters and sisters and 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 and, and yeah coming as a collective of women and 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 sharing the medicine and and that knowledge and I feel like this knowledge is also a power that got at some point removed from um women so they can be easily like controlled and and mm. and, and like mm. you know what I mean yes I, I do I do you know um it feels like, um, you know, you mentioned earlier how this kind of like that, that energy of the, the patriarchal society, um, you know, that we live in, it, it does feel like we are, you know, competing against other women or judging other women or they're judging us or, you know, um, you know, basically, yeah. Um, competing with each other instead of collaborating but I feel like that comes from that uh patriarchal kind of society that's more of a, a masculine energy like I think yeah. in our core and mm -hmm. and 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 if if you really look at it I in my opinion I feel like you know if you judge a woman like it's it's mainly on on three things that that are also very um how do you say that like symbolic of of what's wrong is is mainly her body mm -hmm. her sexuality and mm -hmm. how good or not of a mother she is or if she wants to be a mother or not and this right. is three things that has you know where there is the most where woman has been the most conditioned you know yeah. to, to look a certain way to to feel disconnected from their bodies and and both our work is is to is to bring that power back you know like you're you 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 share a lot of, around fitness and like strong mm -hmm. goddesses that is like finding your own strength in your in, in how do you say like um reappropriate your body i don't know i'm translating mm -hmm. from french i don't know if that makes sense in english 
I don't, I, I don't know if I have the word. I, reclaiming, I know. Reclaiming, reclaiming your body, basically. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I've, I've used that, um, you know, uh, saying before that, that idea of reclaiming your body. Um, that's how it felt for me. Absolutely. I had this realization. It was the most powerful moment, the most powerful download um, I was uh, receiving a Thai massage. It was really quite intense and I could feel energy shifting and moving. And by the end of it, I, you know, I was, I, I broke down in tears. Um, I was just releasing so much stuck energy. And I realized, you know, like, even though I do, I do compete as a bikini athlete, um, you know, and so I do train my body to uh, have, a certain shape, um, a certain frame, but, um, you know, it wasn't about that at all, you know, like it was never for the stage, right? Like it was never really for the sparkly bikini. Um, but it was really like at, at the root, I think what my, my soul was doing when I was led in like, you know, guided by, by different women who I met, who shared that path with me. And I really, you know, gravitated uh, towards that path. It was about me being able to get strong in my own body again, and feel like I was in control of all of my movements, you know, that I wasn't allowing my body to hold me back anymore whether that be, you know, able to go on a hike and, you know, like hop from rock to rock and feel really strong, you know, and feel really agile, um, you know, or whether that be being able to kind of like check myself out, you know, whenever I put on a nice dress, right? Um, you know, it, it, that was the kind of reclaiming um, for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was an, it was incredibly healing when I when I realized that 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 was what I was doing it all for. That's why I you know go to the gym every day. Um, you know that's why I get up early and you know put those extra few reps in. Um, you know it was it was that connection. Yeah, it seems like you're very connected to your why, like why you're doing that. And mm -hmm. I think like I would love for you to share your thoughts on that because I feel like especially um with the fitness industry um mm -hmm. you know and especially being in January there's a lot of people that want to get in shape and and they go to the gyms and and the gyms are full on on the month of January but then there is no one else after February you know everyone is is giving up so what are your thoughts on that what are your thoughts on on being connected to your why behind the behind the fitness behind the work the works out the, the workouts <laughs> yes um I it's incredibly important to have a why um, I think that's what keeps you. That was what was keeping me. I, I, I would put one foot in front of the next, literally, as I was doing cardio, <laughs> you know, like 
one step, one step up the hill. Um, and, and, uh, I would ask myself that actually, because I think at, at some point we all do, you know, whenever we're doing something really challenging and, you know, the, the fact of the matter was, was that I felt really good in my body at this point, you know, and I, um, I felt strong and I, I liked the way that my body looked and I was really proud of all the work that I'd done. Um, but then, you know, there was this goal of, doing a competition at this certain date that I was working towards. And, you know, yeah, it, 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 your mind can really play tricks on you if you don't have a strong why. And so, you know, like I would ask myself, like, why, why are you doing this? You could be laying by the pool, you know, all your friends are out for drinks. It wouldn't hurt you. You know, you look great. Like, you know, look how far you've come. Um, you know, but, um, then I remembered my why, right? Like, cause then you start going like, why am I even doing this? You know? And then I remembered my why, and, you know, that really was uh, that I wanted to do something that I'd never been able to do before, you know, like physically, I wanted to see it through. Um, I wanted to go all the way to the end. I, I knew what would happen if I quit at the end of January, because I'd done that many times myself, you know. Um, so I, my why was to inspire myself really um but also i my why was to inspire the women that i was working with at my fitness studio my little yoga studio because they were showing up and they were putting in the work you know and they were uh you know cheering on me and my progress um and you know that inspiration is just so contagious. And I, I just had to show myself and show them what we are capable of when we don't quit, you know? So we're circling back to that, like being inspiration for one another where together, together we rise together. We, we, we can do strong things. And, and that's also so good to know that, um, you know, it, it supported you to know, like those women in your, in your yoga studio, in your fitness studio, that they also supported your growth. And, and I guess you supported their growth as well. And it was just like this uh, spiraling energy where we, we go towards our dreams together. Mm -hmm. Also, super curious to know what was the difference you said, of course, it happened to you to have also this January syndromes of uh, giving up on yourself and and what changed and what what was the click what what was the difference mm -hmm. so that now you you have this I don't even want to say motivation because it feels just so natural it, it doesn't feel forced when I see you it doesn't feel like you are suffering you know and that's the opposite like you feel you you're so vibrant in what you do Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I've thought about this a lot myself, actually. Um, and, and it took me a while to figure out what I did, because I, I think I just kind of 
began to coach myself, you know, and figure out a few ways to try to work with my own mind, you know, to make things happen. Um, but what I was really doing was I was creating an identity for myself. I was creating this identity of a fit person, um, you know, and so when I built that identity, I started thinking about all of the habits of uh, a fit person, you know? So, you know, the fit person, like this, this 2.0 version of Kirby, this high, higher self. Well, now I would call her my goddess. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, this, 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 uh, alter ego that I kind of created. Um, you know, I, I would tell myself when the alarm went off in the morning, I'm like, you, you get up and, and you go to the gym. That's who you are. That's what you do. You take care of your health. You know how much better it feels when you give yourself that space in the morning versus when you don't, you know, um, and, and you know how good it feels when you have your lunches packed and you have given yourself the nourishment that you need to get through the day, you know, like, and, you know, you know how good it feels when you have all of your clothes set out and everything's ready and you can just gift yourself a stressless day. Um, th th there was all of that, you know? Um, so I'd created these routines and I'd created, you know, um, this identity of like, no, like this is who I am. Like, I don't even think about not going to the gym. Just like, I don't even think about not brushing my teeth. I just brush my teeth. That's who I am. I take, I'm the kind of person who brushes my teeth, you know? And so then I would, tell myself I'm the kind of person who goes to the gym I'm the kind of woman who gives this to myself because you know um it's who I am <laughs> mm -hmm. how, how do you deal with um I want to say shame shame and guilt like that's that's a that's a whole rabbit mm -hmm. hole here <laughs> we could go wow. for hours wow yeah um, but I feel, you know, if, if we talk about body image and, and woman and all of yeah. those subjects, like behind, I feel like there is always like guilt and shame coming up to the surface. Mm -hmm. what, is, what is your relationship with that? And how, how do you deal with that? What are your thoughts? Oh, wow. I mean, so many. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, well, where would I start? I mean, you know, something that kind of like came, came up for me um, in terms of like, you know, people's approval on your body, you know, and how differently you are treated um, based on, you know, what kind of body you have, you know, and so I won't even get into shaming you know, I'm, I'm just gonna, let's, I'm just gonna get into, you know, the different ways that people are, are treated maybe well and how, and how it affected me. But when I was, you know, struggling with my weight and I was, I was overweight and, um, probably considered in the obese range, um, as my body fat was higher than 30, 31%. Um, and 
I mean, in addition to myself being treated like, you know, like in, in addition to being treated like you're invisible, you know, um, you, you also kind of want to hide that, you know, that invisible energy is really, really present. Um, but then, you know, like, and I, I slowly, you know, do my work and connect to myself and I do this transformation for me. Um, but then I notice the stark differences in how fit people or people who are viewed as fit are treated in our society. And um, I struggled with it for a while, um, actually, because I just wasn't really sure, you know, are like, why, why is this person interested in me? Do they really think, you know, what I have to say is interesting or, you know, is it more my body or something physical that they're attracted to? Um, I, you know, sometimes even, you know, even though like I, you know, like I, I do have um, a physique that I'm really proud of. Um, you know, I, I, I was a competitive, I mean, I, I, am a competitive athlete. I wasn't able to compete last year with COVID, but, um, you know, I work very hard on my physique, but sometimes like, um, you know, I still feel a little bit like I don't want to really like take my sarong off at the beach because, you know, I know the kind of attention that, you know, um, I may receive. Um, and so it was interesting to me that I could do all of this work and still somehow feel twinges of the same thing when I was less comfortable in my body. Um, you know, it was, it was really, um, yeah, it was really interesting. It, it, it brings up a lot of, a lot of little things. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. I don't know for how long we're recording that. Um, okay. <laughs> I have no clue. Let's cut it up too. Yeah. Um, is there anything you would like to share? Any subject that, um, I don't know, that we can go on to hmm. and go through? Hmm. I, I was, I can't think of anything right now. Um, I was curious about your journey though, actually, um, because I know you mentioned that you were also really, 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 um, into fitness and yeah. fitness being different than, you know, the holistic health vibes, <laughs> you know, um, and I was just curious for you how your relationship with your body changed and how how you feel now and um if you're living from a more intuitive style of you know caring for yourself um how does that how does that feel in terms of yeah, your relationship 
Yeah, I'm super happy you asked because it's true that I, I never went into the subject in the podcast. And even on my social media, I kind of cut this part of my life being really into fitness. But mm-hmm. um, I really think, and, and, and this is a huge part of my journey that I don't really talk about because I talked like eight years ago when I started journaling and stuff. But at the mm-hmm. same time of my life, I this is where I was going to the gym. And um, I, I, I got super into it because of my dad and my dad still um, works out like every day. He is just like so consistent. I'm so amazed by my dad. <laughs> um, he goes every every lunch to his little gym in the house working out and I'm so proud. And he kind of give, gave me that. It gave me that desire to go to the gym and train. And, wow. and um, yeah, I, I, I remember being very depressed and, and very disconnected from my body. And I don't know really where it came from, but I just wanted to work out with my dad. So I went once and I felt, I felt amazing. I felt super good too to know that I had like the ability to do that with my body. And it was crazy um, because before that I was just dancing. I, 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 I danced my whole life, but even, even like this, I, I, I was not so connected because I was still like, I was not being intuitive with my body uh, for a very long time, but uh, going into fitness is really what saved me from the depression because mm-hmm. Um, of course, all the mindset work also was a big, big part of it, but the, the body part, and that's, that's actually fitness that brought me then to yoga um, because I was in that fitness. And, but then I, I think for myself, I became a little too obsessed because I'm, I'm a Libra, so I'm always into extremes. And I, because I only had that. I was in a in a field of studies that I didn't like. I had um, surrounded myself by people I thought were friends and were not, and I, I was just start struggling. So going to the gym and working on my body and seeing the results and seeing myself getting stronger and stronger, yes. and and you know being in the gym and I remember those those moments where I was like <laughs> working out like a, like like a crazy and 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 and. and and, and this guy coming into the room and be like, oh my God, what are you doing? Are you preparing for the army or something? I was like, no. <laughs> but he was like, oh my God, it seems like you're dying. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I am. And I was just like exploring, like going outside of my comfort zone. And I explored like how far I could go also with my mind and, and this relationship between the body and the mind in the beginning of like, of like, I'm pretty sure I cannot do that next rep, but I do it anyway. And it brought me so much confidence uh, of, I know my worth and, 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 and like, I know how strong I am. And I know that I can do that next rep. And I know that if there is challenge and it's hard, I can go and do it and Mm -hmm. take it. And I'm not scared. And Mm -hmm. It, it, it brought a sense also on this period of my life where I was not surrounded by very loving and caring people around and, and brought me a sense of like, no one can break me. 
like mm. because I'm so strong and I got also super confident in my in, in my body but I, I never really struggled with body image before that I was always very good in my body and then I just got into the fitness and I got to really love my body even more and feel super confident and and again it was of course the reflect on the mirror but there was something about being strong and you know like even just yeah feeling in control of my body like I can go outside and I can like lift my groceries and feel fucking strong you know (laughs) I love that yes (laughs) and um and again I think you know the still my issues were not fully resolved and and I got to a point where um I had some moments where I was dealing with with food issues and um I struggled with eating disorders like about yeah seven six years ago and 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 I think the fitness and getting super obsessed with like working out and like I was like going twice a day to the gym and it became it became a little bit too intense and also like I was controlling my limitation so much and being so strict to have the results that I wanted um that that I was not I was disconnected from what my body actually need you know Mm. like and 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 then I I I stopped you know I I stopped because I moved in a different city and I found parties and alcohol and the gym was like no more (laughs) and I got into another extreme of of partying so hard and getting wasted and living in in a in a big flat with many many people and and you know it was just not the gym anymore and then um depression came again because i felt so lost in this lifestyle i was not me and my first entry again and was was going back to the gym because that's how and i gained on a lot of weight and I lost a big part of my confidence, um, not necessarily from the weight, um, but from, from the alcohol mainly and what happened in terms of bullying and stuff. But I did a, I did a video on my Instagram about this, um, about the bullying stories. <laughs> and, but anyway, when I, when I decided to get back, to me was again the entrance into the fitness and that's through fitness you know I was following all those fit girls on Instagram and a lot of them were like doing those poses yoga poses and I was like oh po- yoga is just stretches so, <laughs> so I'm just gonna go into yoga once because and that's when I discovered oh. yoga and oh. and that was a different type of connection with my body that was and I you know I found my thing I was like okay I can I can be in the gym and doing that extra rep. Um, And I was still going to the gym and doing yoga. But when yoga came, and I remember that because I discovered yoga through my school, actually, in my business school, we had a course called Yoga and Management, um, which was amazing to have that as part of like, like my, how do you call that? Like my my courses, like what I, I, could do to um have my degree and and I remember at the end of of the of the course the the teacher asked us um what changed 
what yoga brought you. And I wrote about the fitness. I was like, I, I go to the gym and, and I'm doing that extra rep, but I'm doing it and I'm fully aware of what's going on mm. in my body. And I know that's a big part of what you share as well, because what happened today when you were going live on Facebook and I was just laying in my bed and I see the notification and I just click on it to see <laughs> what you were doing. And, and, and the, the small seconds that I catch of, of this training, you were teaching what? What were you teaching this morning? So this morning was a, a core focused workout, um, a lot of different movements that challenge your whole body, but with a really focus, focus on the core. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and the, the few seconds you were like, just, just feel it. And like, I don't know, I was, I, I, my God, I was like, oh, but I want to do this type of fitness because I was never taught that, you know, I was, I, I was more taught of this very masculine, like do that one more rep and yeah, you were yeah, teaching yeah. in in a, such a different way of like no but feel into it and I, I don't remember what vocabulary you used but I was like this is this is the time like and I felt like it was the fusion between like that body awareness that yeah that I personally gain into the yoga uh, mm -hmm. mixed with like training yeah. and was, <laughs> so good and I was like oh my god I need the replay of that so that when I'm not laying in my bed like a potato I can actually <laughs> I can actually do the training um yeah. and 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 then I I feel like um fitness was not for me anymore like I I don't I mean I'm still on and off like I still do some trainings here and there but I, I found myself through yoga and I found mm -hmm. that I could find that force again like that strength <laughs> um of of feeling my body you know in an ashtanga practice of like pushing and then and and finding this strength within with the the breath and the awareness of the yoga so mm -hmm. um and now i i'm in a different mood of like i realized as well that um being super good in my body didn't really change like yes I was more confident but it didn't change some issues that I had like all that addictive patterns you know whether it's whether it's around food or or alcohol or drug or someone like if if you know it's not gonna it's not gonna save me and I'm like okay I need to try something else with my body now and now it's like okay, I'm all into like feminine embodiment and, and um, Rosie Rez, um, she's the founder of the um, Yoni Pleasure Palace mm -hmm. and she's such a big inspiration right now. And, and on, on Instagram, she has this uh, movement of like, stop what, what it is. Oh, and, yes, and it's just women posting pictures of their bellies yes and, um, yeah stop sucking it in yes yes yeah. yes and and oh my god and I'm like this is crazy and I I'm discovering a part of I don't know of like body image that I haven't discovered in in many years like I was still obsessed with like you know having a fit body and that's the only mm -hmm. way that um, you can show your health and 
and and then I of course I get to know that it doesn't mean anything some people are very healthy and you still have some shapes and forms and 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 doesn't mean anything around your health um and and yeah so that's where I am at right now it's more of like embodying and 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 again I think it goes back to like your why like are you are you going to the gym every day because you love yourself or because you hate yourself and you know you express it like you're the type like as you said it was beautiful I felt like your why was like I want to 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 gift myself every day Mm, um I want to bring pleasure because I deserve it and because that's how I feel good um you know versus doing it because you hate the way your body looks so you're going to the gym because you want to change your body yes and I feel like this is not sustainable like it's not and I I have worked with clients who approach it from that way and inevitably they end up um, sabotaging themselves and it's really painful to watch but Mm -hmm. The revenge body, the revenge body vibe, like that doesn't last very long, (laughs) you know, Um, that's not going to fuel you when things get really, really challenging for you. Um, You know, it's just, it's not deep enough. It's not, it's not for you. You're not doing it out of love. You're doing it, you know, um, because you feel like, you know, you're punishing yourself for eating something or you're doing it so you can have a couple minutes of, you know, fame at like a high school reunion or something, you know what I mean? One of those um, <laughs> kind of reasons that you hear that, that people are trying to, you know, lose weight. Um, yeah, it, it really, I've, I've watched some really painful journeys, you know, of women who, who struggle through that, that, um, you know, not, not loving themselves. And um, it, it really is hard because, you know, you do watch a lot of that subconscious, um, you know, small self kind of, you know, our human <laughs> come in and and kind of you know take us off track Mm -hmm. and what what yeah what what would you say to people like that how what how do you support women that comes to you and I know Mm -hmm. this is this is your job you know you you do that Mm -hmm. you support women into their transformation Mm -hmm. how what is your experience with that I, I just want to learn more about this like how can you see when it comes from a place of love mm-hmm. or not? Because I feel like even sometimes it's even hard to know for yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of, I see it in my friends, you know, and, and, and on my people around where it's even hard to know if they're doing what they're doing out of love or out of hate. Right. Right. Um, I think, I think that like, I can, I can kind of tell with different sorts of phrasings, like different, um, you know, things that the woman will share. Um, You know, I've heard different things like um, when, when a woman self-sabotages herself, you know, like when she does 
really well and, you know, like maybe trains all week long and then on the weekend, you know, chooses something that's not in alignment, like maybe binge eating all day or maybe, you know, um, over uh, doing it on alcohol so that she can't, um, you know, make her exercise commitments, you know, or meal prep for herself or whatever she needs to do, you know. Um, I see it in the languaging of like, you know, like I, I did X, Y, Z, like I ate something I felt like I shouldn't, I should have, or, you know, I binge ate or I did whatever. And so I, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I went for a run or I, I cut back my, my food the next day, or, you know, like, it's like some kind of action to punish myself. Um, I'll hear it in the languaging, like, Oh, like I hate myself so much. Um, you know, I can't believe I did that. Why do I always do this? Um, you know, you can hear that kind of like negative self-talk come out. Um, whenever, you know, if, if a woman is sharing about, you know, uh, something that, that she's, that she struggled with when she made a choice that wasn't in alignment and it kind of came, you know, um, from that place of not loving herself. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you had experiences with, with women who, who wear that and, and that through working with you just transform that into that self-love like I would love to hear a success story yeah yeah um I can think I can think of a few um but I can think of one woman in particular um and you know, it doesn't always appear right away. And sometimes you don't hear it in, in one, you know, workout, but over time, you know, I watched this woman, um, become more confident, you know, mm -hmm. and you can really start to see it. Like as her body started to shift, you know, she'd start to make some positive change, some positive comments like that. She, you know, she's like, wow, you know, I have all this extra room in my pants that used to be, you know what I mean? Like they, they used to be tight, um, you know, and then maybe start to notice, I started to notice that women would, um, start to take better care of themselves and treat themselves better. Because I think a lot of times as women, we are, it's so ingrained in us to take care of everybody else that we are the last person that we spend our time and our money on. So yeah. I was watching women get their hair you know, done, treat themselves to manicures, you know, like maybe like, um, you know, go for a bikini wax if they haven't done that before, you know, um, I'd, I'd kind of start to notice these other positive changes, like women showing up a little bit more in their, you know, classes, more likely to raise their hand if they're students, um, taking on extra class projects. And this was not something that I was explicitly teaching in my yoga studio, you know, like in my training studio, um, you know, but as they got stronger, you know, their, their confidence and the way that they showed up and that love that they had for themselves. Um, I watched this woman, you know, take trips 
when she had never left the country before. You know, I watched her leave a relationship that was not serving her and find her way into a relationship that does meet her needs, you know? Um, and so I could, you can start to see that, that shift turn around with the mind body connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a big one. Mm-hmm. That's so inspiring. That's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. To know that um, what you do is not just um, on one aspect. And that's what I really, why I resonated so much with you is that you're, you're also all about the mind, body, soul. You're mm-hmm. all about that. Considering, um, yes, the work on the I don't know how to call it, but on the mat and off the mat, you know? Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's um, Jillian Michaels. I, I listened to a really inspiring podcast that she did. And, you know, she said that if you want to make a change, the best way is to begin with something physical because it's that kinesthetic movement it's that connection with the mind and the body that can really help like tap us into our own strength physically but also like we can feel ourselves getting stronger and you know in in the yogic practice tapas discipline like we can build that fire that tapas fire when we do things consistently so if you are um, committing to yourself on a regular basis, whether that be yoga, um, running, walking, strength training, hiking, swimming, if you're kind of like meeting yourself in that place every day, then that builds that fire of confidence and determination. Um, you know, you really start to show up for yourself in a different way. Yeah. And I think there is also something, you know, that um, back then, but I feel like, you know, like I was into the fitness um, a few years ago. And I feel like now this, like it changed a lot. Like there is so much more, especially with social media now, like you can have access to different type of energy and people teaching in different ways. But what I felt like it was, it was all about the body. Like, I mean, it was all about like, the aesthetic and and not so much about what is behind and and how do you feel your body and like how you know it was all about like nutrition and 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 physical appearance and I think that's where also at some point I found myself distancing from that because all the people around me it it was just about that and I felt like it was so um empty Mm-hmm. And I feel like now it's so different and everything that you're sharing now, it's so different from that approach. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Um, I, I feel like what I, you know, what I've done for myself is just kind of, you know, take all the, the tools and all, all the experiences that I, that I got to have along the way um, and kind of blend them, you know? Um, and I, I, didn't really realize that my training style was that much different, but, um, I 
did start to notice that what I'm doing is kind of combining yoga and strength training a little bit. Um, I was blessed to work with an incredible yin yoga instructor. So before I was ever a personal trainer, um, I studied yin yoga um, after my initial yoga certification. So I would, I kind of dove deep into the land of fascial tissue and anatomy. Um, and um, what I learned from my teacher was something that she called, and I think she made this up, but this is her, cre her, her uh, creation, sensation-based alignment. Hmm. sensation-based alignment. And so um, that shifted how I initially used to teach yoga because, you know, I would give the cues of, you know, stack your knee over your ankle, um, you know, like make sure your toes are pointing straight forward, um, you know, different, different little kinds of cues, you know, um, make sure your feet are this much distance apart um, and, and things yeah. like that, that are not overly helpful, you know, and, and the other thing is, is that because our bodies are all so different and, and our bones are different, that was something that really um, blew my mind is that our bones, like the way that our joints fit together is so unique that um, what is available for one person is not available for another person that has nothing to do with your muscle and your fat. Um, you know, that has to do with your bone structure. So, um, you know, whenever I learned that I began teaching differently in my yoga class. So I would offer some guidance as to where my students may feel sensation because everybody feels things so differently. And, you know, if your body is numb from trauma, if you haven't been in touch with yourself in a while, you know, if you maybe haven't gotten a massage and you don't know how things feel, um, there's, there's a variety of different reasons why we may be disconnected from our body or triggers may come up in different yoga positions. So I started to teach in a way that I would guide people to feel contractions, you know, to feel activation, um, to feel squeezing or stretching or, you know, this kind of thing. And I would teach them how to connect their mind to that part and then control it, you know, and watch it and start to notice, okay, well, if I you know, stay in this posture, if I adjust this a little bit, if I subtly move this way or that way, um, you know, what does it feel like? And then taking that into personal training, when we're doing the repetitions, there's a focus on, you know, your body being able to put your body in that contracted muscle position, connect your breath to it, make the connection, make the contraction even stronger, you know, um, and controlling your body in a whole bunch of different movements because, and you can control it so well because you're connecting your mind to the muscle. Um, and that shifted for me big time, big, big, big time. Whenever I started to train in that way, rather than just like, oh, a few more reps or just like, you know, haphazardly doing <laughs> it, like, you know, you're not even really mentally in it. Um, that was a big, big, big game changer. Yeah. I, I resonate a hundred percent with, with that. It's, it's, it's my vibe. And it's funny because so before that, I was recording a solo podcast and I was talking about 
the title is do whatever the fuck we want to do <laughs> and <Yes. laughs> it's about connecting with our intuition and I was and I was briefly mentioning my style of teaching yoga as well where you know in the beginning it's it's all about alignment but uh, to me it doesn't make sense like you know better you know like where that's that body awareness that is so important whether you do yoga or fitness or or mm -hmm. even if you're yeah going to swim or to walk like how can you bring awareness to the parts of your body that are being activated and mm -hmm. this is really how you also enter that like self-awareness and and you know and then okay so I feel that in my body but then you become also more aware of like how you feel in terms of your emotions and in terms of who you are and 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 you get that deeper bigger understanding of yourself mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is yeah. really empowering so empowering so empowering I mean that that connection with yourself with your mind and your body and feeling yourself getting stronger and learning that you're even more capable than you imagined. Um, you know, I mean, to me, that's just like the magic dust of transformation. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, I feel like it's been quite a long time now. Um, would you love to share with us, like, well, you mentioned it many times, but can you? maybe share what is what are you up to right now what is um what you're offering with your strong goddess project what it is and mm -hmm. how people can return to you Ah, oh, yes yes i'd love to share i'm so excited because um you know like you talk about your program this is my baby this is my life's work um this is everything that I have learned, um, and, uh, my own transformation and everything that I would want in a transformation program. Um, so the strong goddess project is a 12 week program for women who are ready to transform their lives in every way. Um, we will be looking at nutrition, We'll be looking, we'll be supported with lots of meal planning ideas that are custom built with each woman. So we sit down and help her create meal ideas um, for each single meal. We really like spell it out. Um, there's lots of coaching and accountability. Um, there are training sessions. Um, but most important of all is uh, the women's circle work that we're going to be doing. And that is going to be um, sitting in circle with women and learning about uh, taking radical responsibility. What does that look like? You know, learning about soul mapping and how we can really create a strong vision for what we desire and begin manifesting from that place, you know? Um, because a lot of women don't believe that they can achieve exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. So they'll set their goal a little bit lower 
Uh, I've seen this a lot. So we're going to start doing the visualization work and the soul mapping so that we can really go scary <laughs> with our goals, you know, like we can really, um, you know, push ourselves. Um, so yeah, um, it's going to be a mind, body, soul transformation. Um, I feel like the women who I've worked with in the past, they've gotten an amazing physical transformation. But when I think about the type of woman that they were and how they were showing up at the beginning of the program, and then where they've been able to go after the program and the positive ripple effects that it's had on their life, it's clear that, you know, this work is way deeper than just transforming your body. You know, it's really about um, finding your strong goddess and um, finding that connection with your highest self. And so um, myself and in the group of an amazing guest coaches, um, yourself included, uh, yeah, collaboration, um, we will be holding space um, for this incredible um, transformation. So if, if anyone is interested, where, where can they find you? Yes. Um, I am on Instagram. Um, I am strong goddess. So strong, um, period goddess. Uh, you can find me there. Um, I am on Facebook and you can join my group strong goddess with Kirby B. Um, that's been a really sweet little community that we are creating. Um, and, um, absolutely would love to have more women join and, um, also, I just launched my website, kirbyb.com, and that is where you can find all of the information for the Strong Goddess Project. And um, you can also um, submit an application and book a time to chat with me if you're interested in uh, diving a little deeper. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your presence. Thank you. Uh been intense I loved it thank you so much <laughs> thank you thank you it was such an <laughs> honor I'm so grateful <laughs>